friends welcome back season season three season four oh my god i can't even keep up with what season we're at season four episode one and we're starting out with a huge episode because we have the wonderful katie knight with us welcome katie Hi. <laughs> We're so excited to have you on because, I mean, we've been obsessed with your books for a while um, and obviously your most recent one, Blade of Iris. But just to give a bit of an overview of you, so you have been obsessed with stories and escaping to new and exciting lands for as long as you can remember, which, same. Um, I mean, who isn't? <laughs> I know. I know. Um, and then your passion for writing grew the more you read until eventually you just decided that you needed to start getting all of the stories of the characters out of your mind. They were demanding your attention. <laughs> Pretty much. Either that or you end up in a psych hospital because you hear all <laughs> You go one or two ways. I, I think you chose the good, the good side. Fantastic. <laughs> I would say so. Now look, I guess your motto like really stood out to us um, because you know, same, but it is anarchy, ecstasy, and cookies. And I mean, <laughs> you can't go wrong with that. I mean, it's pretty much my whole life, just in three words. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't realize it. when you first started you had to be like professional with big mottos or anything I was just like yeah let's just throw this one together I didn't know but the thing is like I feel like it's perfect because you know it really sums up exactly what you're about um it's very succinct yeah. <laughs> it's succinct we, and to the point <laughs> we should probably think of a motto for ourselves I feel we like need you need to, to. yeah we, yeah, we've for sure. done that, yeah. <laughs> no, I think we need to think of some. Do we think, should it just be three words? I feel like it should just be three I words as so. well. I think so. I think I like the, I like three. So I think it's a great idea. Trend here. <laughs> okay. You're a trendsetter, right. Katie. I think that's Obviously. definitely <laughs> Yeah, yeah. We'll think, we'll think of it and, yeah, stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> now. Tonight, we're going to talk about, well, what I'm saying tonight because we are recording in the night time <laughs> for us, <laughs> but we're going to talk about Blade of Iris. So Blade of Iris forms part of the Mafia Wars series, which is essentially written by six books, written by seven authors because um, Caroline and Suzanne obviously write together. Yeah. And um, we did speak with C.R. Jane last season about Ruining Dahlia. So just to recap for anybody that missed that episode, um, the Mafia Wars series is essentially about six families who have been warring with each other for a long time and they've realised that the only way they're going to be able to continue and build their empires is if they are able to come to some sort of peace agreement. Mm -hmm. So, you know, like best way to do that is to sit down and auction off all of their daughters to, well, I mean, it was a bit of a pick a name out of a hat. Situation. It was a pick a name out of a hat, absolutely. What, what other way would you solve a war, obviously? No, I think so. It's either that or rock, paper, scissors. So it's. I, I agree. I, I feel like it was a difficult choice between that. 100%. <laughs> so, like, look, we've all got a daughter. So this works out perfectly. We'll just marry our daughters into another family, pick a name out of the hat. I mean, and they were very, like, clear with the rules. If you pick your own family out, well, you just have to repick. Hmm. Um, you know, like Secret Santa. Yeah, exactly. exactly. It was. It was like Secret yeah. Santa, and um, 
So in the first book of this series, which was Binding Rose, um, we hear about Iris's family, so the Kellys, um, Mm -hmm. and they are the Irish mob and essentially it is Iris is picked out and she is picked out by the Russian, the -hmm. Russian brother. But he does have a stipulation it has to be all of his sons. Which all or nothing for them. They're very greedy. She's straight into a reverse harem. Like she's straight into it. Like she's got a pre-made. Lucky. She's pre-made reverse harem. I don't have a choice. I just get all three. Okay. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So, I mean, we were hanging for Iris's story from then, which was the first book in the series. Iris's story was the last book in the series. (laughs) So we did. It was torture, everyone. It was. It was torture. But, I mean, it was well worth the wait because we absolutely loved it. So this book is a dark romance, a mafia romance and a reverse harem, which, I mean... It's like our three favorite categories. <laughs> like, <My too>. <laughs> <laughs> um, but in this book, we do meet more, um, well, we learn more about the Russians, and we have Alexi, um, we have Zach, and we have Nick, who are all brothers. And honestly, I just love them all. Yeah, but which one is your favorite? Favorite? I have to know. Oh, I always ask. I feel like. I'm a sucker for like a Nick. <laughs> I really am, but like a tortured soul. Everyone loves a good tortured. I do because I feel like you know I could fix him and make you know like, <laughs> like a little project for me, and I would enjoy it. But I don't know, Zach. Just everyone. Oh, he's so. Beautiful. I know. I need Zach. I need a Zach in my life. Like honestly. Yeah, and he's I just, just like, absolutely adorable. He is, but Alexi's like, I just love his smart ass attitude too. Like, I just love <laughs> it. Like, I just love it. I don't know. So yeah. that's why we have the reverse harem. You get all three. <laughs> yes. And so they are based in Vegas. She shows up, and like the part that just was like blew my mind was like, so we already got like a little bit of an overview in the Kaylee's book in the first book um where kind of her brother suggested that she had a little bit like he'd been training her he Mm. he gave her a knife he kind of suggested that he wanted to make sure she'd be able to like take care of herself when she went um you know when this agreement came to pass but uh what we didn't expect was that she by herself also went and did her own training and basically became an assassin yeah i love it pretty much and i'm like that's epic seriously (laughs) it's my dream i know (laughs) she could be a character or like lived another life she would be an assassin i'm the exact same that's why i'm so obsessed with it i'm always like maybe i should write this one different maybe she's like really soft shy and then i'm like oh what if she kills everyone yes what if she kills everyone yes that's pretty much my thought process every time i love it and she's just like you know what i've got a contract and so i'm gonna kill my new husbands and um that's fine so you know they go back to their suite after the wedding and alexi 
basically says to her, well, you know, you have to choose one of us to sleep with. Like that needs to happen to consummate the marriage. And she's like going through the three of them. She's like, well, I'm going to have to go with Alexi because if I take out the head of the family, like that will break them. Yeah. Um, Poor Zach. His heart is broken. It really brought my heart to write that. I was like, should I have picked him? And I was like, no, because I want to torture him just a little bit. Yeah, um, his heart is broken, but he doesn't realize that she's only picked Alexi because she wants to murder him first. So really, it's a bonus for him. Yeah, I yeah. Know. I mean, basically, she was admitting that she likes him enough not to kill him straight away. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. He didn't but quite get like, that. I have been like so lovely to her. I know. All he just <laughs> I want to love her so much. <laughs> He loves love. He's like, just let me love you. And she's like, yeah, I'll kill him first. Maybe him last. Yeah, he seems really sweet. We'll kill him last. That's fine. Yeah. Um, anyway, goes in, goes to bed with Alexi, and then she tries to kill him. He wakes up, and then they just have, like, this hot, like, hate sex. Like, like battle sex. Slash like, battle sex. Yeah. It's like fight sex. Oh. Is that so hot. Like... <laughs> I mean it's it's definitely put a different take on it when like you know I I start fights with my husband I think I need to get a bit more uh, creative I think I think you do obviously maybe you just need to learn some tips from the book and just yeah, be like you know, know. Maybe I should try and kill him and maybe see you need to ask Chris to get like a a knife nipple piercing yeah yeah I'll I'll hide it in my hair as well like I'll you know just I think that might terrify him. <laughs> but yeah, it definitely gives a different take to hate sex, doesn't it? Like it's it did. And do you know what I loved about it the most? That when she tried to kill him, he was like actually excited about it. And he was yeah. like, she is amazing. And I think this is the point where I loved him. Like, yeah, because I think, you know, when you read a character like that at the start, you kind of, I wasn't expecting his smart ass response. And I just, it was just like, oh, well, my wife's a little bit naughty, isn't she? She's trying to kill me. (laughs) In my head, it was like a slow mo reaction of him just being like, yes, I have married the right one here. What a woman. 100%. He was just like, lucky in that lucky dip. (laughs) Nailed it. Nailed it. Um, and but I just loved also that they were both like he was like you know dominating her and then she was like fine well I'm gonna dominate you. I know that was my favorite the power play. Oh, the power play. Love a good equal. Yeah, <laughs> she's God. like, make me. You're gonna beg for it, and I was like, yes, you are. Yes. And then are. she's like, I know well, that was like my favorite bit. I was like, oh, I've got it. I've got to write this. Yeah, <laughs> it was so good. I loved that part. Yeah. So obviously throughout the book, we find out more about their father. He had like just abused them, you know, especially Nick, like he broke Nick. Yeah. Which was just, I felt so horrible for Nick because he was just struggling so much. And it took Iris to actually point out to Alexi that he just basically needed to be accepted and, you know, to be trusted. Um, But also you know at the start of the book is when Alexi is in jail for a a Mm. crime that his father committed because his father wants him to kill somebody in jail 
and then you know we learn about their father killing their mother in front of them so like like it's just a history of abuse they're so you know there's such a dark past and both like Alexi and Nick are so broken from it and Zach is broken as well but he just deals with it in a completely different way yeah they all deal in their own way yeah he is just like I just want better for my life and yeah. I'm going to try and put this to break the cycle of abuse which exactly is what in the book. and I think Alexi and Nick do too they just don't know how and yeah. they don't realize also how reliant they are upon Zach and he's like overly sunshiny manner to keep them balanced without him they would they would just be broken it's completely obvious I know <gasps> I love at the start when he's dancing on the tables <laughs> Oh my <laughs> oh my he's, just, he's just drowning his sorrows but dancing in a way I'm like oh. I mean what else can you do when you're sad I know I love him. <laughs> um so yeah the whole like most of the book as well Alexi is telling Nick like you just can't have her yeah. because you will kill her, will kill her. Yeah. and he just doesn't understand that Nick doesn't trust himself because like Alexi doesn't trust him and he like just oh, for sure. support like he just relies so heavily on his opinion and he's just like okay well obviously if he thinks that of me that's what I am I'm a monster I've been created as a monster which is so horrible um he's just been it for so long like he that's all he believes he is that he's nothing else I know it's so horrible I just love the acceptance that Iris has of him as well like mm. she's just like I have that dark side of me as well. And I'm just completely happy to embrace it with you. Like you will not, you will not break me. Um, Which, you know, it was so nice to see those two kind of gelling. And um, eventually the part, where are they? They go to a meeting, Alexia and Nick. And yeah. Oh my god! And then Nick just, just break like, people's heart even further. He just breaks down and he's like sobbing and he's like, "You just need to kill me." And I was like, "Oh my god, no, <laughs> Nick!" At that point in the book, I actually did debate killing him as well. I was like, "Would it be worse to kill him or to not kill him?" No. And it was, it was like, if you kill him, people will riot, and I was like, "We okay. would, we would riot, we would." <laughs> Look, I wouldn't. <laughs> She went, not because she doesn't like him, just because no. she's got this weird, like, like obsession with like main characters being killed. I don't know. Yeah, I'm like, I'm here. I've never the, done the it before, but I really want to. Oh. Look, I haven't really read. I, I was reading a book recently, um, and I won't say what it is, just so it's a spoiler. But it's, it was freaking amazing. But like, I, I thought it was going to be close to a main character dying, and I was like, really there for it um but yeah <laughs> not that I want them to but also it's like I don't know just add it's that. the agony after it's such a raw experience I did actually write the scene where I died and then I read it back and I was like yeah I think people would actually kill me so maybe look I'm glad that you didn't kill him um <laughs> I wouldn't have dealt with that well no and I think we like if Amanda and I ever wrote a book together like <laughs> I don't think any character would get out of 
<laughs> you'd be trying to bring them back. It would almost have to be a fantasy where there was a I would be re- I would be bringing remind. them back from the dead for sure. I'd be killing them and then you'd get the next chapter and be bringing them back. <laughs> I would. Two types of people. Yeah. <laughs> but obviously underlying all of this is, you know, her contract to kill them, which she hasn't succeeded in at this point um so the person that hired her is now gunning for her and like i'm gonna get you and she's she's all like let's be clear she's not really trying to kill them she's like maybe i should try oh they have a pool okay maybe i'll try like yeah 100 (laughs) percent. and um you know her like you know the person she's like who gave her the contract is trying to get her and so, you know, she's she decides to go on kind of like a one-woman, um, I guess, like challenge to go and hunt these people down while still trying to like keep it from her husbands and, um, you know, because she doesn't want them to find out that she broke their trust. Um, yeah. And so she's hunting all this information down and then – the epic scene, which I would like to refer to as the Mr. and Mrs. Smith scene um, <laughs> in, in the apartment where like they're in there they're and then the back. helicopters shoot through and then all of a sudden it's just like this big gunfight and I just, it reminds me of Mr. and Mrs. Smith, the movie where they're in the warehouse and yes. there's all the people oh, gunning them down. I just loved it. That's what I was envisioning when it was happening. I love a good gunfight. It's like, apart from like sex scene, my favorite thing to write a fight scenes. Absolutely. 100%. 100%. I, I really like, I like that whole scene, especially at the end when the doctor comes to fix Alexia <laughs> and she's like, yeah, if he dies, you die. And then he's like, oh, hi, dog. This is my wife. <laughs> she's like, she, the dog is like, she seems like a lovely lady. <laughs> but I love that like she's the one that's like taking out most of the people yeah. and the guys are just like <laughs> panting after her like oh my oh, god they're just like I, okay we need to get married all over again because like this is amazing yes yeah and like what about when Nick rips out like the esophagus of the people in the elevator I was like oh. I know <laughs> he was like crazy that night and wild. then like Alexi's in bed, like all like you know, bandaged up, and he's like, "I'm just gonna have to like have you sit in my face." Hey, it will make me feel better. And I feel I like mean, it all would. the medicine is there. Yeah. He needed to express his gratitude. He did. He did, and he doesn't use words. So for him, that was a big thing to open that up. Um, and I also, I can't satisfy that. you further. So if you would just have a threesome with my brothers next to me, that would be yeah, great. I thought that was really like a really good family bonding moment. And it was, you know, it really. How else would they bond as a family? You know, yeah, exactly. Not the type to go to the Zoom, so you know, no. no. And the brothers, exactly. I thought, were, was very helpful. Like they were very caring for Alexi during that time as well. Yeah, hundred um, percent. They fulfilled things that couldn't be fulfilled by Alexi literally yeah Yeah. and he hates being weak so it was like a big thing for him to like relinquish that control Hmm. yes I loved that part and then so her mentor who trained her up as an assassin was taken 
And she's all like has to admit to the fact that, you know, she took a contract to kill them um, and they were all very upset by it, very upset. Um, understandable. Understandable. But, I mean, I did find it weird because obviously Alexi already knew that she was trying to kill him. Yeah. Um, but then he was still very hurt when he found out it was a contract. He's like, yeah, well, damn, I just thought you just were trying to kill me for funsies. <laughs> yeah, I feel oh, like he was really? just like, oh, I thought you just, like, hated me. I didn't think this was actually, like, a paid thing. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, I mean, you were getting money for it? That's sick. <laughs> yeah, that is that's sick. where he draws the line. He's like, you're getting paid? <laughs> no. That's not okay. Yeah. You, weren't, you weren't getting paid like, that's fine yeah. that's just some foreplay for me for fun like if you were bored i could understand but <laughs> yeah. no and i, I can't think, go further than that <laughs> at this point he's pretty invested in it hey like because zach has already called him out for like being in love with her so you know he, yeah true you know it's understandable he'd be upset <laughs> so they're all wallowing and they they find some information to find out who this person is that contracted her and um you know they it leads them to this house she's just like look suck it up um you know you are my husband's i've taken ownership of you now and this will no longer be a fight yeah. Like, I feel like you just need to support me. I didn't kill you. Just get over it. Right. You're exactly. still alive. That's the Jesus. thing. Jesus, I could have killed you. I could have killed you many times yeah. and I did not. And that is the point. Yeah. So, you know, she's up on the hill snipering all the people and they're like sneaking through the night and they sneak into this house and, um, yeah, they find out it's their auntie. It is. Surprise. <laughs> Surprise. And she's all like, yeah, I know. This is my mm. my empire, you know. So, um, you know, obviously they don't die there and they do get out of it and, um, you know, she saves their lives, Iris saves their lives again. And she's kind of like, well, we're even now type thing. And yeah, Alexis, in her mind, she that's how she thinks it is. Like they're even, like she saved it. It's completely fine. She doesn't understand the emotions behind it yeah exactly and alexi and I, I mean i feel like alexi would really in his own mind would have thought he was even it was just his father's abuse that yeah. made him think that no he couldn't let it stand he needed to like punish her he needed to kill her and at this point zach had gotten over his up you know being upset um, because he just believes in love so much. So he was just like, it's fine. Don't, I mean, we love her. We, we all love her. to be happy. We just need um, to accept it. Like we need to move on. We can't happy. do this. And Alexi's all like, Nick, you need to get the information out of her. And she's like, don't make Nick do it. It's going to break him. And I'm like, oh, she just loves him so much. She does. And she's trying to protect them as best as she can. She was trying so hard. Meanwhile, you know, Alexi and Zach have gone upstairs to have their little brotherly fight. And um, <laughs> and Nick's just tied her to the wall and ripped her fingernails out and all the rest of it while she's saying it's it's okay. It's okay. I, it's fine. I feel like that's what he needed to hear the whole way through the book was that it's okay. It's okay. And then eventually he kind of comes to and he's like, my God, what have I done? 
and he runs out and he runs upstairs and he's like, you just need to kill me. You need to kill me. And Zach thinks he's saying it because Nick killed Iris. So Zach is just like, you are going to die. And Alexi's like, no, you're going to die, Zach. You cannot kill him. <laughs> and it's just a chain full of people wanting to kill each other. And then it is. Iris didn't kill any of them. <laughs> Meanwhile, yeah. Iris comes up, like, you know, almost dead. And she's like, don't kill anybody. I'll kill myself. Uh, yeah, she's so like, many oh, guns. Oh, oh, let, let me join in. I don't want to be left out. Yeah. Uh, she's <laughs> like, no, this is going to happen. So, you know, um, yeah, obviously that's not what happened. Um, they decide that they're going to, you know, move forward. And my favourite part is that they decide they're going to go to therapy. And um, <laughs> and I just love their therapy sessions. Like... <laughs> Well, I'm not getting to be a fly on that wall during them. The doctor is just like, what he is that? after that. He's like traumatized. No, I just can't. So, He's like, I don't know what to do anymore, but I don't want to die. So, okay, everything's fine. Yeah. And I just love that they dob on each other. Like, he told me he was going to kill me. He went in and killed somebody in the bathroom on our date. Like, this is ridiculous. It's not acceptable. <laughs> and the doctor's just like, I'm going to pretend this is just, you know, um, hypothetical. Yeah, this, this is not real. This is not happening. <laughs> so I do love that. And then um, Nick wants to kind of have some sort of retribution for his actions against Iris. So he's like, come down, take me to the dungeon, hurt me. She's like, oh, I'll hurt you, all right? And she just takes over all dominatrix styles, just like, you yes. will not do anything unless I say you can. And he's all like, yes, mistress. And I just, <laughs> <laughs> he was just like so, you know, he was just he so just open to it. He needed that. He just needed someone to take over and be like, look, chill out. Let me just do bad things to you and everything will be okay. And I loved when it was finished. She was like, huh, okay. I guess I didn't need to be hurt. I just need to be yeah. tied up and, you know, dominated. That's fine. Just, just need my crazy wife to do real bad things to me. And this I'm here a- for it. I loved it. At the end, we get the final epilogue of the series, which was awesome because all the families come together for like a one-year anniversary of forced marriages. Um, and then like, they go back to the hotel where the initial, you know, draw out of the hat happened and they're like, this is going to be a new tradition for all of our families now that we're all intertwined. And it was just hilarious to see all the families back there just, like, still kind of hating each other but also, like, well, you're with my sister now, so I guess yeah, I'll have I to really kill you. you. Like, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Like, together forever. <laughs> yeah. It was so awkward but hilarious. So We're Living the treaty life. <laughs> <laughs> I remember messaging the group bars. So I was like, right, I'm finishing my book. Is it weird if I do, like, a big epilogue? I was like, you can feel free to say no. And they were like, Sure, yeah. I don't think you're quite expecting the vision that I had in mind. <laughs> I, think I, it's awesome. <laughs> I think it's awesome because it's just like it really closes it all off because the women 
take control, even though they were kind of bartered off, they're like, well, you know, we've made the best of our situations and now you will all be friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We will like, go to this hotel. Right. We will have a family hands. reunion. Yeah. Start with men, ends with women, as always. 100%. I loved that. I love that. <laughs> so all in all, I mean, as I said, we did devour the book. Like it was amazing and it was a fantastic finale to the Mafia Wars series. Um, so let's get into some questions. Okay, I'm ready. Hit me. <laughs> <laughs> what book are you currently working on? I'm working on five at the moment. Um a little bit crazy I never work on just one. Oh my gosh <laughs> that's why I'm always so unorganized <laughs> oh that's amazing um so I did just finish off a co-write with Kendra which I think we're going to talk about in a bit yeah um and the rest of them are like top secret projects oh. I oh is finished I cannot wait to hear about soon. them I and cannot I'm wait to tell anyone for once <laughs> I tell people and then they're like, okay, so where is it? I'm like, oh, it's not done yet. You'll get it. (laughs) (laughs) Like authors we've had on there, like it's so secret. And then they're like, oh, I'll just say it anyway. They're like, oh, we're going to go. I know. (laughs) Temptation to tell people. I know. I would be so bad. not spill any secrets. And I was like, oh, this is bad. You're not going to be here to stop me. She's like, don't do it. Don't. (laughs) <laughs> no look I would be I'm terrible at it like I would totally be terrible I just get so excited people ask me and I'm like oh yeah I'm totally doing that and I'm like oh I don't think I was supposed to tell them that <laughs> we had one author on and she was so great and she was like oh so I accidentally said it and then she just let just let everything go and she was doing a car <laughs> I was so much guess guess they'll find out when they listen to this <laughs> <laughs> that's what I said to mine. I was like well you'll figure it out if I do because you'll end up listening to her being like Katie no <laughs> <laughs> but by then it'll be too late too late it's already out <laughs> uh, we've had PAs be like reaching out don't let them say anything don't entice them we're like okay <laughs> <laughs> but we can't help ourselves and also we want to know <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah, I would be the same. And I've been dying. I've got, I'm not good at secrets it is. And I've got so many. Oh my God. I can't wait to hear about them. That's exciting. So as you suggested, you are, you have finished writing um, the co-write that you've got, um, which is Stolen Trophy, which is the full length reverse harem standalone book, which is awesome. And also the cover is beautiful. Like Mm, I just love the colors. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about that one. Okay, so like I said, it's RH standalone, which I always seem to go for at the minute. <laughs> um, and I kind of ripped Kendra into it because she's never wrote contemporary. And I was like, hey, this would be a great idea to write as a book. Let's do it. And she's just like, I, I don't really do that. And I was like, well, we're going to do it. So it's happening. She had no <laughs> in the matter. Um, Too bad. <laughs> she had no choice whatsoever, but she loved it. Um, so it's quite a long book well, just a tiny bit shorter than Blade um, we're keeping some bits under secret because there's like some big surprises in it um, but you will love it it's completely different to any of my other books it is so fun but so twisted 
I'm just so excited for everyone to read it. It, it seems amazing. Like I've read the blurb, I've seen the teasers. So like, if you're listening, go and look up Stolen Trophy. Um, You can pre-order it and you'll check out the cover. It's gorgeous, but you can see the blurb. It seems like it's going to be amazing. So can't wait for that one to come out. When's it due to come out? June 10th. So not long. Not long at all. No, I mean, it seems like it's so far away, but then I'm like, oh my gosh, we're already like in May. <laughs> I know. I thought that. I was saying at the pre-order and I was like, oh, let's just do it for May. And like the sensible people in my group was like, no, like not even edited it yet. And I'm like, oh, it's fine. And they're like, no, why are you like this? <laughs> and I'm just like, I want people to have the book. Okay. <laughs> And we want to have it, like hundred percent. I will take it. I will take it. Okay. So, do you have a favorite writing beverage or snack? Cup of tea all the time. I drink way too much caffeine. Maybe it's just the Britain me. I think it is. Okay. All right. Tell me cup of tea next to me. I don't know if you've seen this on TikTok, but I don't know what, I don't know. It's always a surprise when I wake up and I see what side of TikTok I'm on. Um, The other day I woke up on TikTok and (laughs) there was so many Americans like literally doing videos where they're warming their (laughs) Oh my God, don't. It is, oh my God, It is an ongoing debate because Kendra does this. So while we were writing this book, a cup of tea and she would just send me a video of her microwaving her mug I know and I can't do this with you anymore I'm breaking up with you because that's we just don't wrong. even do that here I don't it's I so don't think weird. they have kettles in, in no, America do the they thing. they don't they have don't. kettles I yeah know. it's so strange it's like, so weird so weird and oh, okay, my husband's family live over in the states and we went over there and they're like oh I, I don't drink coffee but she was like she was making coffees for everyone and I'm like like how are you making this <laughs> it's just yeah. so like, and she's like what I thought the same I know it's weird I was like why why do you not just have a kettle she, and then like someone said to me what's American like what's that and I'm like oh no oh yeah. no sweet child I'm like I need to do it's like we had to make videos for everyone on how to make a proper cup of tea like it yeah. went down the wall I just love the British comments like on these videos it just kills me because like yeah it's just mind-blowing as well because I'm like (laughs) like whoa what are you doing you're killing the tea (laughs) they do they are oh it just it breaks my heart I'm like I can't deal with this If you were a chair, what type of chair would you be and what celebrity would you want to sit in you? Oh, well, that'd be real fast, didn't it? Well, <laughs> I'd want to be like a lazy boy or something because they seem like hella comfy. You yeah. know, with the feet yeah. up, leaning back, that seems like the ultimate comfort. And I like to think of myself as comfortable. Yes, <laughs> yep. It's got a lot of padding like me. <laughs> <laughs> And then it's going to have to be someone hot. I don't know, like Shannon Tatum, mm-hmm. whatever his last name is, that really fit guy. <laughs> yep. I would yep. just want like the buns of steel on me. Yeah. I'm ever going to get. 
percent. You gotta take it. You gotta take advantage. Shoot your shot as a chair, obviously. <laughs> okay. Fuck Mary kill Zach Nick Alexi. Oh no. <laughs> it always leaves this question for me to ask. Oh, it always um, just ends up on you when it gets to that I know, question. I look at it and I'm like, why? <laughs> oh, oh God. Um, okay, probably going to like annoy people now. Um, kill Zach. I don't think I could deal with the sweetness. It would scare <sighs> I know, I know. But when you <laughs> Alexi and Nick, I'm just like, I can't. I would marry Nick because he's just adorable. And obviously knows how to use lots of utensils on you. <laughs> um, yeah, and then I'd fuck Alexi because you've got yeah, it once yeah. on you. I, I love that you refer to Nick as adorable. <laughs> <laughs> but by the like, end... He's a psychopath. I'm like, yeah, but he's a cute psychopath. You. Like, <laughs> by the end, he's a completely different person. I think Iris and then like yeah. how she opens up her like his brother's eyes into what he actually needs like he is a completely different person yes he's very twisted he's probably not what i would say i'm adorable. just thinking of when he's ripping out the esophagus he's probably like that's true. the image i have in my head true true probably no, not great not. marriage material might get some red flags there but <laughs> it's a work in progress yeah. <laughs> absolutely if you could be a character from either a book you have written or one you have read, who would you be? Oh, oh I would want to be in like a fantasy story. Like, give me those epic lands with like castles and princesses. Yes. And I want to wear the poofy gown, but also be like a secret assassin. And like, yes, like, to be able to like teleport. Mm. Yeah, I want the magic. Like, I want to be able to just like, no, I don't like him click my fingers he's dead like mm-hmm. yes i want to be a fairy yeah oh yeah. that would be amazing pretty wings <laughs> yeah yeah but like how i'm like i want to be able to kill people you're like i want pretty wings <laughs> <laughs> i want to be an evil fairy but like you with pretty wings <laughs> 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 uh, um and i guess like this one with Den of Vipers, I mean, it just blew up massively on TikTok. Um, like, how, how was that? I mean, that must have just been crazy, a crazy experience for you. It was weird. <laughs> I didn't know what to do. I was like, expecting I was like, oh, this book is just a bit psycho. Like, nah, this, she's definitely lost the plot. People definitely thought that. I think to this day, one of my favourite moments of my entire history of writing is someone sending me an email saying, I've just read Dinner Vipers. Are you okay, babe? <laughs> and I, I just, that. I could not stop laughing for days about it. And whenever I'm like, I'm like, I'm so annoyed at all my characters. I have that above my desk, just that email. And I just think, yeah, no, I can do this. Like, <laughs> it's just yeah. I think a, a scene that's crazy. Is- rent free for me is the tattoo scene when oh oh, stop it still love that bit Mm. (laughs) it's all like the weird stuff that I wouldn't probably put in other books let's just put it all in one book and then they'll only hit one book rather than a million books yeah 
Honestly, I actually read that book. Um, it must have been like pretty close to when it came out. Like we read it a lot. We read it. It was before we started any of this. So like before we started on Bookstagram and everything like that. And I kind of was just getting like you know, the recommendations that you get from like Goodreads or whatever. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay, I'll read this. And I freaking loved it. And then we got onto like, we got started this and everything like that. And then a couple of months later, just saw it just like blowing up everywhere. I was like, that is awesome. Like, yeah, it was, it was wild. It was, I just think, I don't know what to do with this. So I'm just going to pretend it's not happening. No, because, like, it's awesome. Like, what a- the emails and I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, I don't know what to say. I'm like, I'm really glad you like it. It makes <laughs> me not crazy. But no, I, I think, think it was just like a true testament as well because, yeah, you know, social media is so fickle at, at times as to how people go and like for it to just, you know, be such a positive, overwhelmingly positive response to it was just, yeah. Oh, it, it is. Was, Fantastic. And I think people always say to me, how do you deal like with all the bad side of it? And I'm like, well, people are always going to hate a book. Like there's always yeah. people out there that hate it. That's fair enough. And I'm like, unless they like personally attack me, they are allowed to say whatever the hell they want. I'm like, I know it's a bit weird. Like there is some scenes in there probably do have you questioning my sanity. But if you enjoy it, what is the problem? Yeah. I mean, uh, look, Diesel was definitely uh, had some issues. Oh, he was adorable but you know it was like a little pet that I just wanted to keep forever he was very loving he He just showed his love in a different way yeah yeah. that's all he wanted was you know just to be very nice and kind to this lady maybe stab a few people yeah but you know what else do you want maybe a little bit of an obsession with fire and knives um yeah likes a good fanny pack but what else can you get from guys (laughs) yeah he was just just, it couldn't be crocs it's true. It's true. Yeah, yeah. I I did see recently there was uh, one of the TikTokers we follow. He's um, he's so I love his content, and he re like he, he'd never read a dark <laughs> romance <laughs> or romance. I remember this. And they're like sending me the videos. <laughs> and they're like, he's like puts a thing. He's like, okay, book talk. I want to read a dark romance, reverse harem. What should I read? And he was just getting. Den of Vipers, Den of Vipers. And I was like, oh dear. (laughs) But he loved it. And I was just like, I loved it. It was adorable. Oh my God, you made my time. Like I just, everyone was sending me the videos. And then my, like my family found out and was watching his videos, like showed them to my granddad, which was very strange. Very weird conversation to have. <laughs> I think it was just so funny because it was just like all these book talkers were just like, all right, we're really we are gonna corrupt this guy. Like, and he's going <laughs> to read this. I was like, it's man, happening. you people are evil. His response was amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I just thought I was just like, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> From going to he, I think he primarily reads a lot of fantasy, and then he's he like, does. I saw, yeah, yeah, and they're like, the whole comment thread was just <laughs> of all the things that he wrecked to, and I was like, oh my god, and like readers were sending me like, you need to watch this guy's videos on Dan, and yeah. I was like, oh, oh, is this gonna be really, really bad? And then I just, I was like, oh my god, this is so cute. Yeah, I, like, I know, I loved it. Poor guy, <laughs> he enjoyed it. Fantastic. 
Well, thank you so much for chatting with us. Now we will include all of your links to socials in the episode um, description below. Um, and if you haven't already, go and pre-order Stolen Trophy so you can get it as soon as it comes there. Um, and we will be keeping an eye out for your uh, your secret projects as well so we can find out yes. what they're about. I'm so glad I didn't spell them. <laughs> you did well. You did you well. Did. I did. I feel like I was like being taught today. I'm like, don't say it. Don't say it. Amanda can be quite persistent. <laughs> <laughs> it is. I, you know, I do. I do like a good scoop, but that's that's fine. <laughs> but we were. We will hopefully talk to you again soon. Yeah, this has been so much fun. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Thank you.